Hello and welcome back on another episode of Econwising. I know it's been a while,、um, and so today we're going to talk about a very interesting, which might seem weird at first, but、uh, yeah. So what we're going to talk about today is premeditatio malorum, which translates from Latin as being the premeditation of evils. Um, and this is a fundamental Stoic exercise for attaining inner peace. Now, let's have this thought exercise. Imagine someone close to you passing away suddenly.、Um, that could be your father or your mother, partner or sibling. How would you feel? Alternatively, imagine losing your job and not being to afford、uh, your rent. Picture sleeping outside in the rain.、Um, imagine losing your daughter or son before they are born. Imagine aging, watching your skin get older, your body decaying slowly, and ultimately seeing yourself attend to the dust. Now, yeah, that's that's a pretty wo- weird starting point, you know. Why would anyone be so bleak as and imagine such things? Why not visualize、uh, something that we want, such as Lamborghinis, nice houses, money, food, you know, like the law of attraction. We imagine these things because we are not afraid of reality.、Um, we imagine these things to obtain any peace. Seneca once said, "Faith leads the willing, and drags along the reluctant." The nature of life is a flux between what we call good and bad events. As long as you are breathing, you are not immune. We all inevitably experience tragedies in life, and what makes these tragedies burn our soul is the fact that we did not expect them or see them coming. Stoics believe that for humans to live in accordance with nature, they must learn to accept n- nature mother. Uh, nature is new, neutral, premeditated, or malorum helps you accept life for what it is and better prepare. It's often called negative visualization.、Um, this exercise is simply imagining some contingencies that could possibly happen in your life. For example, you could picture the death of a loved one, feel emotions briefly, and ask yourself, "How could I deal with such a situation?" With reason, perhaps you could allocate a saving account with enough money for emerging、uh, seizures, so that when the inevitable happens, you would be in a better position financially. The financial stress that often accentuates the pain of tragedies will be alleviated.、Um, you know, you can meditate more often to learn how to deal with powerful emotions that will arise to be able to make decisions on the chaos to be able to separate your your other circumstances from you in the real world, so that you maintain your peace during the tragedy.、Um, you know, this is like planning ahead. You can spend more time with the loved one to avoid the, the common grief trap of not having done enough or spend enough time with the person that many people feel when it is too late. Now, not all your visualizations have to be the worst case scenario, of course, because otherwise that would just make you a weird person. Some can deal with small disturbances, such as imagining yourself dealing with a difficult person at work. How would you deal with such a person? I mean, you could read a book on dealing with difficult conversations, such as I don't know, crucial conversations. But you couldn't learn to be more assertive with your boundaries, so people don't cross them.
you can learn more about the human psyche、uh, through psychology. So that when you see someone acting this way, you have the understanding that it is their issue, nothing to do with you. That's transforming anger into empathy. Negative visualization is best done on things that are likely to happen at some point in your life. There is no point to ruminate or think about alien invasions and your solutions to them. It's not a fascination with the morbid. I'm not asking you, you know, to go to a graveyard and pick up a skull like Shakespeare's Hamlet did. That would be just extremely creepy. It's about confronting reality as it is and not choosing to live in an illusion. We live in the most destructive age ever, with social media, video games, Netflix, and a torrent of other novelties. It's easy to forget the human condition,、um, the fact that life is not all sunshine and roses, the fact that we will eventually have to deal with some real exercise,、um, and this has two main benefits. The first being that it allows you to have peace of mind. Um, through acting out the situation before it even happens, the kind of mental role、uh, play so that when it happens, you can say, "Ah,、oh, I have done this before. I have felt this. I know what to do.、Um, the sting of the event will not be so bad." The second benefit, and perhaps the most powerful, is that it allows you to practice great gratitude for your current situation and to really appreciate what you do have. By pondering on the loss of other people, it's similar to the feeling that you get when you think that you have lost.、Um, you want to search everywhere to find it.、Um, just when you're about to lose hope, you find it in a pair of pants that you forgot you wore. The brief moments gives you a profound sense of joy. Uh, uh, this might also be your wallet. It was there before.、Um, It was there before hope, and now you're grateful for it. A similar effect happens when we negatively visualize. We stop taking things for granted. You see, when we visualize, our brains have a tough time discerning from fiction and reality. This is what triggers the gradual response once your visualization is over. Many scientific studies are now finding frequent associations between practicing gratitude and having a happier life. Something the Stoics knew a long time ago.、Um, you know, Aurelius, one of the most famous Stoics. He's a wise man who does not grieve for things which he has not, but rejoices for those which he has. Epictetus' exercise is not meant to be compulsive. You do not spend most of your day contemplating negative events. It's meant to be brief and practical. It's meant to be solution-oriented,、um, practical, pragmatic, so that、um, so that you are better prepared for the situation. As Stoics say, nature blessed you with a brain to reason, and the reasonable thing to do will be to accept life for what it is. I dance between what we subjectively call bad and good, with black swan events we call tragedies and miracles. Nature waits for no man and is a neutral bystander. This is why we need to meditate on the evils. And with that, this episode ends. I hope、uh, you really enjoyed it, and see you in the next one.